Okay, call the meeting of the Community Police Review Board to order at 5.30 p.m. We get a roll call, please. Here. Minkies? Yeah. Seaburger? Here. Townsend? Nichols? Here. Consider a motion adopting the consent calendar as presented or amended. Before I make such a motion, <laughs> I need to um, ask at what point during the meeting is it a appropriate time to ask the chief of police about some of the use of force reports and reviews is it now or we're going to do a motion first okay and then there'll be board discussion that's when you could ask the chief okay it's on the consent calendar correct okay understood i'll move i'll second <laughs> okay board discussion regarding the consent calendar yeah, I, hi Chief, how you doing? I'm good, thank you. Oh, good. Um, I just, I was looking through, since I actually had a little time this afternoon, I looked through all the use of force um, from October and September, and I, it might be more fresh in my mind than yours, Chief, but I, I was just looking at in particular, two of them. Um, one is from September 5th. Um, and it's in regards to an officer who was on bike patrol. And there was a moped that had been knocked over and the officer on bike patrol went to investigate. So he, and apparently he located the subject <clears throat> who's believed to have knocked over the moped and the subject gets in a F-150 and the officer is trying to, well, I think pursued first and then the officer gets up to the truck and commands the individual to get out of the truck and the subject ignores and starts the truck. So that one, and there's another one from September 26th, and basically it's an OWI where the individual flees, and then there's, I think the person hides under a car, or under something, and then another officer pulls out a taser just trying to get this person to exit. But in both of those situations, at least according to the use of force, it states that officers um, drew, drew a sidearm or um, service weapon, which I'm assuming to be a pistol or a revolver as opposed to a taser. I mean, particularly with the OWI, I'm just curious, is it standard procedure? Because I didn't see anything in here that the OWI subject was known to have been in possession of weapons or anyone saw the subject with any type of weapon. So I'm just wondering, is that standard procedure for an officer to actually draw their weapon? It, each individual uh, scenario is, spe is specific to the, to the circumstances surrounding that. 
And as you know, every single use of force, including drawing a weapon, is considered a, a we document it as a use of force. Right. And then we make, <clears throat> and the standard is objectively reasonable from the officer's perspective at the time of the incident. So the officer felt that at, at least he was unsure as to what was going on. He did not use deadly force. Threatening right. deadly force is not the use of deadly force. And he felt that was appropriate. Once he felt the scene was safe, then he holstered his weapon. Okay. And the, the first one you're talking about, the, the person ran over the officer's bike. And I, and I did note that. Uh-huh. And, I, and, I, and I'm not here to play Monday morning quarterback, but I do wonder if having a pistol pointed at you would make you want to flee this scene. Poss maybe not. Maybe this individual was just bent on fleeing at all costs from the officer, revolver or no revolver. Mm -hmm. So, I, yeah, and I, I do note that. But with the OWI, I guess that's the one that made me more kind of question. Yeah, and, uh, again, and I, I, I personally, uh, like I said, it goes through three levels. First line supervisor, the, the captain of operations, and myself goes through those level of reviews. So I have reviewed that. The, this one is not sticking out in my head as that... Uh, significant um as one that go because a threat of a use of force obviously is not when we have instances where officers are actually laying hands on people that being said i would have to review it i just have the same information you have right now i don't have all these committed to memory there's approximately 20 to 30 a month right i get that what, what date were you talking about so i can make a note to look into it well the owi one was from september 26th okay wait a minute let me make sure um, there might have been more than one. Yeah, there's more than one on September 26th. Yeah, so it's the it, one I labeled OWI. I see it, OWI. OWI, okay. yeah. So, okay, I was just curious. Just uh, typically when someone flees is running through yards and things like that, when you call someone out, when th that's what they'll try to do, call them to themselves, they will have their weapon drawn. Just like if they cleared a house or anything, they will have their weapon drawn. Whether or not they're pointing at the subject is another matter, but they will have their weapon drawn. That's a okay. pretty standard procedure. Okay. I mean, I do note that it states weapons drawn pointed at the subject. Okay. So, but oh, I, I'm just kind of bringing that to your attention and I you know as a defense attorney and a former prosecutor I've watched th hundreds maybe thousands of um, body cams blah 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 and dash gonna, cams over the years you're going to keep watching more now on OWI what? you're going to keep watching more now that you're on the oh yeah well I'm still watching them because <laughs> I'm still doing cases yeah. but I just I don't recall ever seeing on an OWI in particular an OWI where there was a crash someone, where someone fleed and then they were trying to call them to them that's pretty standard practice because they don't know they're not going to stand there and wait for someone to come out from something and and be armed okay and once they and then they de-escalate from there okay okay i appreciate the feedback yep. the other um under shoot where is it i'm brother 10 where oh captain brotherton's report about the monthly complaint report in april there were two complaints and one about excessive force and i'm not sure is that stuff that was then given to us 
It seems like there's a lot these of... Are inter these are complaints that came in other than the ones that came in through you. And that's one of the things we changed since the, when you, some of your requests, we give you all of our complaints. Now, not t traditionally, it had just been ones that come in through the CPRB. Okay. These are complaints that have come in separate. We've, I'm not sure what number we're up to now through CPRB, but uh, it's, these are all the complaints, that, and we, we just continue to update you on which ones come, th come in through us. Okay either through the website or we get we get people come in and complain at the front desk or a supervisor observes some type of uh, issue that they investigate. Okay. Of course, ones that come to you and I actually don't have the ordinance in front of me for the first time. <laughs> don't those come to us then after you've looked at them or not necessarily? Traditionally, they have never come to you. Okay. We just started doing that now and we give you this. Okay. Otherwise, I, I would give in, you guys have seen a few of those so far, have been the chief summary. Those are the ones that come in through the CPRB. I get the notification. We do an investigation. We make a determination, and then you get the summary. You get much more information if it comes in through the CPRB. Okay. Uh, again, until, Amanda, you can help me out with this, until the last few months, you guys didn't receive any of the information on the um, that's one of the things we changed with one of your ordinance requests. Yeah, it used because people can either file directly with the police department or with us. And previously, if they filed directly with the police department, we had no information that there was even a complaint. So okay. we just started getting these. Okay, that was all I had. Thank you very much, you Chief. Bet. Anybody else have any more board discussion? on the consent calendar. Okay, can I get a roll call to vote to adopt the consent calendar as presented? Nichols? Aye. Donald? Yes. Nikki's? Yes. Seaburger? Yes. On to new business. Kelly, can you please explain the legal counsel contract item on the agenda? Yeah, um, so uh, there was a memo in your uh, meeting packet information um, regarding the, the legal counsel contract with the city. Um, CPRB's legal counsel is obtained through a city contract, um, and that term will end on January 31st of 22. Um, so the board has a few options. Um, the board and uh, they call it the vendor, but legal counsel Ford um, can agree to renew the original contract um, for up to two additional three-year periods um, by mutual agreement. And so that would mean uh, same rate of pay, nothing would change there, same services. Um, you can renew under that that same two-year additional three-year time period, but negotiate new terms, uh, depending on, you know, if, if he thought that he wanted to charge more, I mean, he, he could discuss that with you and you could negotiate that. Um, or you could uh, put it out for a, a RFQ for legal services um, and go through the proposal process uh, and then 
legal counsel Ford could apply, you know, put in a, a quote for legal services along with whoever else may do that, and that wouldn't preclude you from from re rehiring him or signing a contract with him again if you chose to do so. Um, now, I did talk to to Pat, and he said if, if the board is interested and wants to keep him on, he would be agreeable to doing another three-year contract, same terms, same rate of pay. Um, and you can, you know, definitely, since it is regarding um, kind of employment status performance, you can go into closed session and talk about it. Um, if somebody feels like they want to do that or if everybody, you know, feels great, we love them, we want to keep them. Um, or if you just feel like it's better handled privately, like I said, it's on the agenda and on the executive session that you can go into executive session and talk about that tonight. Okay, thank you. Does anybody have an opinion or preference on whether we discuss that in executive session or now? I think he does a good job. I would keep him. As you know, <laughs> I sometimes disagree with some of his interpretations of the ordinance. Um, I don't. I don't know what others think. You can certainly wait until executive session. That way, you can feel more free to discuss it and have it be in closed session. Would you like to do that? Sure. Okay, yeah. table that for executive session. Um, and then we have discussion of recommendation for ARPA funds. So the city had sent out an email to us and all other city boards requesting input on where to direct ARPA funds. And I am recommending to you all that we recommend that that money be put to direct payments to excluded workers who did not receive stimulus payments, even though they're still here working, families. Um, there are a lot of other organizations and boards that are in support of this. The TRC and the Human Rights Commission both made the same recommendation. Um, there are handouts that were added last minute. There'll be a next month's packet. Um, but we received several emails today in support of the draft letter that is also in your packet that I wrote, asking the city to direct funds to excluded worker fund. Everybody have a chance to read that letter to the city? Yep. <clears throat> Any board discussion on that? I'm not sure I understand. Um, you're referring to the letter about the funds? Yes, there's a draft letter that I would like a vote on at some point after discussion to send to city council in support of the excluded workers fund because they asked us for our opinion on what they sh we should do with the ARP money. What, what does that have to do with our task? They asked us. 
city council asked us for our opinion on what to do with the ARP money. And, so it's a response. My, my opinion is what that does that have to do with that task? So they, they, have the, they have the privilege of asking everybody in town their opinion. And I'm suggesting that my, my opinion is that it has nothing to do with that task just because they're asking our opinion about the weather or how we like a particular flower. That doesn't mean we have to give it. It's not germane to our task. Our task is to be representatives of the community in support of the community. We were appointed by city council to do that. And city council who appointed us is asking us for this input as representatives of the community serving on a city board. My suggestion is that we appreciate the opportunity to give our opinion. Uh, but in this case, it's not germane. Anybody else have any thoughts or opinions on that? Well, well, I'm certainly not opposed to what your letter recommends and many people support. I just don't find that under the purview of the ordinance of what we exist for that we're in a position to recommend something outside of the police review board matters, but I mean, that, so that's just my opinion. Perhaps like Saul, it's a little odd that they ask us kind of wholesale without. I would imagine that every board and committee received. Uh, oh, right. Of course. Like this. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I, I do question whether it's um, within our prevail. I think it's a good idea, but it just seems strange. To the letter that came out in July, it said that um, you could individually go in and put in your input. There's a survey monkey online or you could send a direct email to the public input, Iowa City. So there's other options that you would have to also individually. I, um, I don't know, I just feel that we were appointed by city council and it's something that they're asking us to do on behalf of the community. And I would like to stand by the other city boards that are recommending the same thing. It's a collective push in that way. Oh, were you going to say something? I mean, we could go on for a long time, but it opens a Pandora box for, for a whole bunch of, of, of other issues, and it waters down our uh, whatever opinion we have on really relevant issues with with the board. So uh, just because somebody asks us opinion, our opinion about something, that doesn't mean we have to, uh, we have to give it. And that is not to speak of, of the, the value of uh, this particular, um, uh, this particular issue. Uh, 
I don't think we should be put in a situation where we pass judgment on these issues that have nothing to do with the, with the board. Uh, so I, I would uh, move to the next item on the agenda. I just wonder if this isn't a political question. And as a board, we don't want to be political. Just Kelly, what do you... I mean, it's totally a, a board decision. Um, if there's a majority of the board that that wants to forward the the draft letter that Amanda did to to council and support, you certainly can do that. And again, like Chris said, there are other avenues that you know if you you don't have the support of the entire board, you can certainly individually use those other options and and give your opinion on on the funding. I have a basic um, agenda question, Chris. I'm a little confused. Um, I'm just kind of looking ahead. Where is community input on items that are on the agenda? Because we do have public here today. Item five. Oh, no, item five. Item five said not on the agenda. Uh, not on the agenda. Oh, you can oh. at any time when you're discussing a topic if there's public, you could ask them if they had any input. Okay. That's, that's up to the chair on that. Okay, got it. Thank you. Um, before we move on to the next item, as Saul has asked, is there any public commentary on either legal counsel or ARPA funds? Hi, David Schwent. I live on Silver Lane. Um, I'd like to uh, just take a moment to agree with Saul and the other members that I think uh, a letter from the board on the ARPA funds is outside of the purview of what you've been designated to work on, which is police department policies and operations. Not part of that. And while I, it doesn't indicate whether or not I absolutely agree with how those funds should be used, I also agree with affordable housing and food security, but those letters wouldn't be appropriate to come from this board either. So thanks for discussing it. Thank you. Um, Teresa, can you please explain the discussion of police department agreements with agencies item on the agenda? Sure. I mean, the reason I brought that up in a prior meeting is because with respect to a particular set of complaints, and it could go forward with other complaints, when Iowa City Police Department works in conjunction with other law enforcement agencies. Um, in the past, when we as a board have received a complaint, we've been limited in our ability to investigate by going through the Iowa City Police Department because they, by ordinance, I believe, have to cooperate with the investigation. However, other agencies, such as, of course, Iowa State Patrol or perhaps University Police or Coralville or Johnson County Sheriff's Department, other agencies that would we would common would commonly work with Iowa City Police Department. Um, currently, they don't have to cooperate. I just think it would be beneficial if we could get some sort of uh, 
will suggest to the chief of police, city council, et cetera, that especially in advance, if Iowa City Police Department knows that it's gonna work in connection with other law enforcement agencies as they have in the past, and maybe have an actual agreement, like a 28E or whatever it would be. I don't know if that code section still exists. Um, but to get a, a concession, it's not quite the right word, but get an agreement from these other law enforcement agencies that if a complaint is filed with respect to a group of agencies working on a situation that these other agencies will cooperate with the police review board in our investigation. Otherwise, as we know from a past event, we're kind of blind as a board when we're trying to find out additional information that may be relevant to help us make a determination if a complaint is uh, sustainable or not sustainable. So, I mean, I haven't drafted anything, but I kind of would like to see if how the board feels about, and, you know, and obviously we're not going to be able to force some other law enforcement agency outside of Iowa City to do anything, but I think it would be helpful if through some contracts, agreements, mutual aid agreements, if we could maybe get a, at least a written um, show that these other agencies are willing to cooperate with us, acknowledging that a lot of times agencies work together, and when a complaint goes out against one agency, it may involve other agencies' actions as well, or the other agencies that are working in connection with Iowa City Police Department may be good witnesses one way or the that, other. I think that's something that you would have to go to city council about because oh, yeah. our role is definitely already decided. I know in some instances, right. people have been who have a complaint have been told to go to that department and make the complaint. Right. And, um, you know. Oh, I know. I think it would have to be in the, I don't know about in the ordinance, but yeah, we it would definitely have to go to the chief and or city council to get that. Anyway, I think most of the board members know in particular what incident I'm referring to. Okay, don't say it. Okay, okay. So, and maybe it's something we can talk about in the executive session <laughs> as well. Okay. We'll table that till the executive session if that's and no, if it's policy related it needs to be an open right. but you just can't reference and okay confidential okay gotcha i would so, oh. definitely support and trying to get an agreement between the law enforcement agencies if that were possible What's your thought, Chief, about that? Um, my thought is that would be difficult at best because uh, why would 
an outside agency who this body has no authority over whatsoever agree to subject themselves to that. I, I just, they, they, we, we certainly would have no leverage whatsoever. Um, some of the agencies that we're speaking about certainly have jurisdiction in our community so it's not like we're inviting they, they have jurisdiction some of them do right oh yeah so i Many think that would be difficult and i think um they i certainly um would not want to subject my agency to another city or another board that that i don't know anything about that's not you know may not be part of my community to subject my officers and to that i would be hesitant to do that so that's just and again that's just at first blush hearing this for the first time not having a minute to think about it i would certainly this would have to go before legal they would right. be the ones who would draw up the 2080 or the mous and and uh, i i think it would be difficult to get uh, another agency head to and their city legal to sign off uh, sign off on that that's just yeah. that's just my five second opinion on right. it. Right. I mean I think it would be as well. However I understand the yeah. frustration. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Um but when, you know, uh agencies are like, Well, we don't have to uh, take part, so we're not going to I certainly understand the, the frustration. Okay. So are, are there other avenues to address our concern? that are currently in place? Well, what, what I can tell you this, any MOU or any 28E that we are involved in, that does not abdicate us from our responsibility to follow our policy. We can't say, uh, like, it was because X agency wanted us to do this, so we just violated. We're still responsible to follow our policy, even if we are working in conjunction with another agency who, who may not be um, responsive to uh, to your this board. So uh, that that and and again, we you you know you guys are going through a process with this um, that we we still are responsible for our policy, regardless of who we're working with or what whatever mutual aid agreement we have. Right. Okay. Thank you. Huh? <laughs> I just thought it was worthy of bringing up since mm -hmm. it is, it, it, you know, in a perfect world, we could have cooperation by everyone, but we'll go forward. And there has even been, uh, if you guys recall the city manager's uh, preliminary plan, one of them was a regional CPRB. Um, okay. But again, no. that would require the cooperation of everyone We're, signing off on that. So right. that was part of the preliminary plan that, you okay. know, that, that might be a little further down, off. Down the road. Okay. Yep. Thanks. Any public commentary on that item? Okay. Um, move on to old business. Oh, number four. Have we talked oh, about that? No. Yeah. Sorry. Um, there was an item that was Orville's item. <clears throat> Since he's not here today, I assume we'll move it to the next Move it to the next agenda. Thank you. Um, and then on to old business, discussion of CPRB recommendations to city council. Does anyone have any comments on the letter from Jeff Fruin regarding the CPRB recommendation update? Okay. The CPRB proposed budget report is completed and will be sent to city council. Is there any public comment of items that are not on the agenda? 
any board information or items to be added to the next meeting's new business. Staff information. Can I make a shameless plug again for the board and commission training <laughs> through the Iowa League of Cities? Um, it's it's a webinar or via Zoom, um, and Mickey Shields from the league is is the one presenting. He's fabulous, I think, and it's on open meetings and public records, uh, and it's Wednesday, December eighth at six p.m. And if you need the link again, Chris can send it back out. Thank you. Thanks. Can I make a comment real quick on? We are in the process, I've mentioned this at council, and I, I may have mentioned it last meeting, I apologize if I did not. The police department is in the process of rewriting our policy manual, which is a, which is a role you guys, which is a, a thing you guys have a role in. Um, we've contracted with this agency that most, almost all of the law enforcement agencies in the county and most in the state use, it's called Lexapol. They're basically a policy management thing. It'll make it a lot cleaner. Um, at, uh, which is w one of the things we've struggled with online. As you guys know, sometimes when you guys are looking at policies, it's, it's, it's kind of cumbersome. So this will help clean that up. We're still working on how we roll that out. You guys will certainly be part of that process. So I just wanted to give you guys a heads up. We're able to do what we want. It's not someone giving us policy. We're able to do what we want. But um, they, they have staff attorneys. on. So if and when there's... Uh, legal updates that change that that involve policy updates they help us handle that so i wanted to let you guys know we are doing that and i'll keep you guys informed and figure out how the best how it's best for all of us to get that laid out okay great thanks i don't i don't want to pile hundreds <laughs> of policies on you guys at once so <laughs> we'll figure out how we do that. okay thank you <laughs> one an hour <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and that's a it's a long process. When we when we embarked on it, the the soft target date was a year out. We're a handful of months into it, so um, they have it separated in tiers. Kind of what traditionally what they feel like are these are the ones you need to take care of first, and then working all the way down to like tier three or four. So we're mostly through tier one, but I'll keep you all posted. Thank you. I wanted to say too that after the beginning of the year. We're going to have two new people joining the board, mm -hmm. and we often go two hours, two and a half hours, and I would think we should consider um, how long each person has to, to discuss their point, just for consideration. How long each board member? Oh, how long each board member has to? Yeah. Like when there's a discussion following a motion? Okay. Do you want to try to add that? Do you want to have a further discussion on that at the next meeting? But I can't. Are you wanting to have, do you want to have a full discussion on that with, at the next meeting? Are you the next meeting, yeah. Okay. Can we add that to new business, You could please? probably roll that into Orville's, too, yeah. since he said policy review role and policy recommendation. I mean, that could, that way you're not adding another item. Thank you. Do the dates listed in item number eight, um, December 14th, January 12th, and February 9th still look good for everybody? So, I thought, did you say February 9th? 
Yes. Oh, I see February 8th on the whatever was sent out. Um, let me look. It says December 14th, January 11th, and February 8th. Yeah, I think my chair one might just, because, yeah, the 12th is not a Tuesday, and neither is the 8th. I mean the 9th. Okay, so, yeah. Um, a day off. December 14th, January 11th, and February 8th. Okay. Okay. Can we get a motion to adjourn to executive session? Motion. Can I get a second? I second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. All those opposed? Open session is adjourning at 6.06. Return to regular session at 6.35. Can I get a motion to forward CPRB complaint 2101 to city council? I'll move. Can I get a Thank you. Roll call, please. Nikki's? Yes. Seaburger? Yes. Nichols? Yes. I guess yes. <laughs> Motion carries four to zero to forward complaint 2101 to city council. Can I get a motion to not consider complaint 2104 based on lack of personal knowledge, city code section 883B, definition of complaint, and forward the report to city council? So moved. Can I get a second? Second. <laughs> Roll call, please. McConnell? Yes. Nichols? Yes. Yes. Nikki's? Yes. Motion carries four to zero to forward complaint 2104 to City Council. Can I get a motion to renew the original contract for an additional three-year term with CPRB Legal Council? Can you say that again? We had a motion to renew our Legal Council's contract for an additional three years. I second it. Can I get a roll call, please? Who made the motion? Yeah, who made the motion? Did anybody motion? No. I think she made the motion. <laughs> Not that I didn't hear anybody do it. She asked for a motion. She didn't. I'll make the motion. Okay. okay. It's all motion. It, so. It's all motion. I'll <laughs> second. <laughs> You're going to do both. All right. It's all moved. Jerry seconded. Got it. Roll call. Roll call, please. Nichols? Abstain. No. Panel? Yes. Yes. Nikki's? Yes. Motion carries two to one to one for renew CPRB Council's contract. Can I get a motion to adjourn? I so adjourn. I so motion that we adjourn. Can I get a second? So we did all three things? Mm -hmm. Okay. I, I must have been. <laughs> yeah. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye.
Opposed? Okay, adjourning at 638.